I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. I believe this is episode 142. No. Or 144. 143. 143. Okay, because I didn't know what we were counting. Because we, last week and the week before. Okay, fine. If we're not counting the clip show, it's 142. Okay. 142. It's on the paper in the tiny notebook. It can be episode 142. I'm scratching at 144. But all the URLs will be wrong. Okay. 142. Are you going to make 143? I can make 143. Look at me. I'm just going to do it right now. That's what pencils have erasers, y'all. 143. And uh, we're glad you're you're back with us in time, sort of. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. The New Year's like a month in at this point, but. Well, three weeks. Thanks for hanging. You know what's good about this time of year, though? What is good about this time of year? That even... I'm very curious to hear this. <laughs> that even if you have already fucked up your resolution, there is another holiday, February 1st, where you can make a new resolution. Why is that? Because it's... that holiday? It's in bulk. It's or what? in bulk. In bulk? Yeah. It's the Celtic... So, is this some Viking shit? Like... Probably Viking as well, but it's like uh, Celtic, Wiccan... Uh, kind of, it's the it's the very first sign of spring, New Year, where you like welcome the sun back. This did it's, not this did not come from anyone who's ever lived in Canada. Well, actually, you do actually start to notice a significant change in February because even if it's cold and shitty, the sun is still up by the time you leave work if you have normal nine to five hours. Yes, because I can tell you right now in January. When I was leaving at 4.30, it was pitch fucking black. Yeah. Because a snake swallowed the sun and spit it up the next day. Great for the night worker means you can stay up till like 4 o'clock and <laughs> still get still get that deep that deep REM sleep. But not but not for us. But us, not for us you. day workers. Lame 9 to 5. We, I never, I really never got the, you know, thank goodness it's Friday thing. <laughs> and even then, even for years now, I've been like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm not going to get into that mentality. I'm not going to turn into Debbie from accounting who's like, I just got to get away. Shots to shots to Debbie. Actually, the Debbies I know are really nice. But besides that, I just got to get away for February, March, and April. Just like, oh, I got to go somewhere warm. But now that I work 9 to 5 and I work those regular hours and I don't get like a random Tuesday off, I'm like, I absolutely need Friday to come quickly so I can sleep in. And the second thing is I desperately want to get away somewhere warm. I don't know how anybody gets anything done when you work Monday to Friday, nine to five. You don't. I've said this forever. If I can't go for groceries on a Tuesday morning, rando Tuesday morning. Yeah. You don't. You don't get anything done. Nothing done. We are really hitting the ground running here for 2019. (laughs) But. Welcome back, everybody. But again, like I said, you can. Start up new resolutions. You can start up old resolutions. Think about in bulk. February 1st, February 2nd. You can do it. It's one of your resolutions to get caught up on the Geek Down podcast? Probably is. A couple ways you can do that. SoundCloud.com slash Geek Down Pod. Give us a follow on there. You will be alerted to new episodes every time they go live. 
as well, you will see a button that says subscribe. That will take you to Apple Podcasts. doesn't have to be Apple Podcasts. Nope. It can be anywhere where you get your podcast content. Most places where you consume audio, the Geek Down will be there. Just hanging. Do you know how it's brought to you? Everybody knows by now, I would We think. took a long-ass break. We did. He did not. Never. He was still out there, week in, week out. Chauncey doesn't take vacation. He doesn't need to go somewhere warm. He does not. He's there every week. Your man's Chauncey Frostilicus the third. MD, PhD, I don't know, go back and listen PMP. to the episode. I chronicled his part of his evolution. <laughs> his growth. Really, really the kings of, the kings of bits. Yes. This show. <laughs> I still, I mean. Step up we, your bit game, nerd podcast. <laughs> sometimes we have to like put a bit to rest. I don't think Chauncey will ever be put to rest. I don't think Chauncey will ever be put to rest. No. Ever. Ever. As well, if you would like to argue that Chauncey should be put to rest, number one, you're a monster. Yeah, what is wrong with you? There are a few ways you can do that. Any social of your choosing, if you search at GeekDownPod, we're probably there, mostly Twitter. We hang out. If you want to start up a Facebook revolution with me, please do so. (laughs) You want to start a Facebook revolution? Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Well, if you want more information on that, you can go to our Facebook page, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash GeekDownPod. Uh, finally, if you want to support us creating new bits and having bits evolve, please uh, support us on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash GeekDownPod. Give us a follow on there. New playlist went up. Preview for this episode went up. You can get those. You can get bonus episodes. Yeah. We're going to have another bonus episode relatively soon. Patrons got the uh, got the holiday hang, the holiday snack hang. Which was great. Back in December. Yep. Um, the smooth jazz really... <laughs> really, really impressed a lot of yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. for that episode as well just so many great things but if if that sort of commitment is too much for you we understand we get it new we know year, people have commitment issues new year new you self-care hashtag all that business if you cannot make a monthly commitment we understand so we offer you an alternative you can go to ko-fi.com slash geek down pod ko-fi ko-fi buy us a coffee yeah we just want a coffee three bucks we just, just want to hang with you and have a coffee three dollars Canadian. That's like nothing. It's like 17 cents everywhere else in the world. I mean, it's more than I have in my bank account at one point during this year. But we will take anything we can get. And we appreciate everyone who supported us already. You guys rock. And hopefully that will mean soon we will be able to start having guests. I I believe so, yes. I believe the trigger on on the third mic can be pulled. Whenever we want, but we'll we'll talk off we'll talk off Mike about that. Yeah. Um I believe that is all the preamble. Hey everyone. Hello. I'm barely holding on. He's oh you can just see You can hear it. There's a sickness that's just seeping. It's there. It's just it's like I finally stopped moving. I gotta stretch a time off. Yeah. Like, oh. Cause and, that, and that toad. That toad was, <coughs> that was just sitting there. I uh I made it through my trip home without getting sick. I was convinced I was gonna get sick when I was at home. Made it through that. Came back to Toronto, basically started working like immediately, and then my colleague wanted to switch weeks because he was having migraines or something. So I basically worked like seven shifts in eight days. Right. But now I have this huge like five day block of time off <laughs> because amazing. of it. <laughs> because of it. Um, and that appears to be the moment where my body is like, "Well, hey. we let you enjoy Christmas. <laughs> There's some maintenance we have to do right now." Mm-hmm. So. You can hear the raspiness. This may be a shorter episode. I'm hopped up on fucking Ricola's and green tea and honey and Tylenol, Tylenol cold because I do not fuck around if I feel this shit coming at all. All the fun, all the fun cold stuff. And this is just because I stepped out for like 
you know, 20 minutes yesterday because there was a cold apocalypse in Toronto <laughs> for a couple of days. Had to get that laundry done, though. Hey, you got to have comfy pajamas if you're going to enjoy your five days off. Had to get that laundry done. And and we have new $10 bills. Yeah. It was, oh, the first time I got one, I was like, what country am I in? Yeah, which are not recognized by laundromat change-making machines. Ooh. Thanks a lot, Viola Desmond. Hey, leave Viola out of this. <laughs> Just wanted to watch a goddamn movie. <laughs> had to drag my ass down to the closest bank I could find and pray they'll let me buy a roll of quarters. They did. Which they did because they're a bank and that's what they do, Jordan. Listen, I feel like I have gone to banks and they're like, oh, are you, are you a customer with this bank? And I'm like, no, but it's just a roll of quarters. And they're like, mm, 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 oh my mm, gosh. Mm, mm, and it becomes a thing. So, as I was talking about, I had very little money at one point <laughs> during the the period between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. And uh, I have a cat piggy bank. And the cat piggy bank got... Um, broken open and i got to rolling a lot of coins i had 40 dollars in rolled coins that'll stack up i yeah. got a godzilla piggy bank over there that i know is probably when Ooh. it's full it's about it's usually close to that yeah so i rolled some some coins and i awkwardly walked into a bank <laughs> honey doesn't your bank just have a thing no are there locations that will just have the thing you can dump your change yeah, into except they take a portion of your money Meanwhile, I get to sit, watch CSI, and roll quarters. Get CSI. And think Jesus about what Christ. the impact and the blood spatter would be like if I smashed someone over the head with my roll of quarters. This is, you know, good times. Everybody wins. Yeah. Um, I may have a problem, but anyways, besides that. Um, so I walk in awkwardly to the bank. I give them my, my rolled money. But yeah, I suppose there was some hesitation about like, I really hope they take this. I mean, they were my bank, but... Well, I was, I'm actually, it's a CIBC bank, for those of you who don't know. We have a lot of banks here that have, like, subsidiaries. Mm. So I'm with Simply Financial. Used to be PC. Never even heard of that. Used to be PC. PC Financial. Um, But they're, you know, their big guy is CIBC. So I got a little bit of that, like, hmm, are you you with us? I was like, well, I'm, I'm Simply, and you guys are supposed to take care of me. Like, and I'm like, it's laundry day. I'm in Timberland boots. Plaid flannel pajama pants. <laughs> this new jacket I got for Christmas that makes me look like Morpheus in the Matrix. Like, it just buttons up. It's a wonderful, I love the jacket, but buttons up all the way to, like, directly under my chin. It's like yeah. a turtleneck. Walk down to the bank. I get in there, and I'm like, and I've left my shit at the laundromat. Oh yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> really wondering if by the time I get back, I'm going to see some hobo wearing one of my sweatshirts. Like, <laughs> when I roll up, and I'm just like... I'm just trying to do my laundry. Can I just buy a roll of quarters? She's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, I don't go to this bank, no. <laughs> and she's like, could I ever say no to you? I'm like, you're delightful, <laughs> bank teller. Thank you so much. Bless your heart. hope she had a nice Christmas. I hope she did, too. I think she was Somalian, so she probably didn't celebrate. But No. Well, I hope she had some time off and she enjoyed it. hope she enjoyed her time off. Yeah. I've been teasing Caitlin since she got in here about a story about me being an idiot. Yeah. And at first he told me this other story. And I thought that was the story about him being an idiot, but it wasn't. <laughs> I have so many stories about me being an idiot. So when you are an only child. Yes. Who have not provided grandchildren. No. Your parents do too much. Mm-hmm. We will establish my mother's lies from 2018. Yes. Where she was telling me for months that because of this full denturing procedure all the teeth were coming out they had to get dentures for they didn't know how long how much that was going to be what was covered christmas might not be that extravagant and i was like it's fine yeah you get spoiled like, every go year. home and eat snickerdoodles and be cool and then 
when it got to the point where I was refusing to tell her like what I would want for Christmas, she had to fess up that it was all lies and <laughs> it was paid for. And yeah, great. Why are you like this? <laughs> Among the things that uh, was purchased for me, which I am delighted to have very much so, is what will hopefully be my forever turntable. Okay. This is the the step up. I will not regale you with all the terminology I now have to know Okay. as someone who has a real big boy turntable. Right. With things like a counterweight and tracking force and things like that. All sure. I will say is that records that used to skip on my old one yeah. no longer skip. Ooh. That is delightful. And one of the things they said you should do with this particular turntable, one of the things that interested me was I could replace the needle. I could buy a better needle. Sure. Which is what I did and what Caitlin McKinnon partially contributed to. Thank you. For your Christmas present. Money is the best Christmas present. You can't convince me otherwise. It is. And I'm now going to show her what else Ooh. she got me for Christmas. <gasps> Fancy. Who, who re-upped on Uniball Jetstreams. Oh, nice. Yeah, son. Oh, my gosh. Very nice. And I've written with these. These are very nice. They are very nice. You think I'm lying? Go out. Go to your local stationery store. Go to your Staples. They have it available for testing. Just a little something to scribble on to make sure it works. Unless you have a problem, in which case it's okay if you don't do that. Get yourself into this Uniball Jetstream life. Anyway, I research the needle to get. There are two. One is 60. One is 120. Right. I go down to the store. I know what they're going to tell me, but I ask anyway. Say, which one of these should I get? The $60 one or the $120 one? And they go, oh, it's got to be the $120 one. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's what I figured. Whatever. Serve it up. Uh, we don't have any. So huh. they give me one that they say they like better, actually, than the one I was going to get. Retails 160 They brought it down to the price of the 120 one. Oh. Like, all right, you want to give me something you say is better all for right. the same price? Awesome. This involves some light uh, mechanical work on my part. Okay. Pliers were involved. Ooh. Little screwdrivers, because I had to, like, pop off the the original needle and unscrew it. From the head shell and put the new one on. Right. Anyway, all that is to say, you want to make sure that the needle, when you put a new needle on, is sitting in the groove of the record as well as it can. Yeah. Otherwise, things will distort. Maybe it hugs to one side of the groove too much. You know, this can lead to things like inner groove distortion. Another phrase I wish I'd never heard of in my life. Right. Um, as the thing moves closer to the center, it wants to get pulled. The needle's not lined up properly. It gets pulled too much, and you get Oof. buzzier vocals and things like that. How is this alleviated? Math, Caitlin. Oh, no. Oh, God. You get a fucking protractor oh. designed by nerds, put it on your turntable, and then try and set the needle in the crosshairs, oh. each of those crosshairs, and make sure it's straight both times. So this involves a lot of little finagling. Oh, dear. A lot of little finagling. And every time I do it, I have to dig that fucking turntable, unplug it, pop it. I don't have a workbench. Like, it's just it's just me in here. Ooh. And try to do this. And I got my fucking phone, like, propped up with the flash on so I can see. I would be doing this every day after work, basically. Because no matter what I did, vocals would sound echoey. Right. And, like, distant. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going I don't know why this is happening. Uh -huh. I email the shop and they're like, well, it could be a bunch of different things on the chain because, you know, they want me to go down and buy like a fucking, you know, $500 new preamp and speaker system. And it's like, I live in a bachelor apartment. We are not doing that. No. Um, the last day I really tried, I was well rested. I was coming off a day off. It's like, I have some time. We weren't recording that day. I was like, you know what? 
I'm rested. Smile. I'm really going to fucking settle this for once and for all. And it's still not perfect because this is the thing. The perfectionist does not need a hobby where minute adjustments on anything greatly impact or detract, greatly improve or detract from the quality of the experience. No. Not a thing I need in my life. No. Anyway, at some point when I was testing out the latest adjustment to the needle, I apparently bumped my speaker and turned off the simulated surround sound effect that I usually leave on. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, Kate? Them vocals just jumped right up to the front of the mix. Oh. And the echo went away. Oh. Because fancy new stylus did not play nice with the simulated surround sound effect. Every day, I would dig this fucking turntable out. Hover over this <laughs> fucking piece of paper. Printed out a new one like every day at work. Be like, hur, hur, hur. And then I would like have it set and then go to like tighten the screws but bump it and knock it off and have to do it all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan, you're stupid. <laughs> dummy. Wow. Um, and that's why Jordan's an idiot. How were your holidays, Kate? Uh, they were fine. I mean, you're not a stupid smart person, but like everybody has times when that happens. Well, I'm close though. No, you are not. The second you bring math into it. No, no. If you bring math or science into anything, I'm like, nope. I work with sm- stupid smart people. That's like <laughs> part a big part of my job. And like, you are not on that level. But everybody has stuff that happens like that. Everybody. It's okay, buddy. It's all right. <laughs> so part of, you know, now having fancy new turntable. Yeah. Is I need to like evaluate my, not, sp- not spending per se. Let's not be crazy, but like. <laughs> There's nothing to, we don't have money to evaluate spending. <laughs> I need to like, I need a philo- I, I want a philosophy. Yeah. I want to regain a philosophy. Cool. In, in my vinyl collecting. I used to have a philosophy. And then you be in a dollar bin and you see something and be like, oh, I think Premiere sampled down on whatever. Oh, let me buy that. And then, then suddenly all your shelves are filled. And now it's evolved and it's encroaching on our space again. Space will be fine. We just talked off mic. I have a plan. It is encroaching. You've been trying to have a plan for months. I have a plan, Caitlin. It is encroaching on our geek down space. <sighs> and more are coming because I finally made the first purchase of 2019. Airhorn that. I know you were worried, y'all. So in the midst of my hemming and hawing over this, because, you know, I love to hem and haw. Yes, you do. As we know. Something came up on my Discogs list that I recently added. Okay. It occurred to me that it was it existed. I was like, oh, let me put it on there. All Just right. curious to see if it ever ever turns up. And immediately, three popped up in the marketplace. Okay. Two of which were like 100 to 150 Swiss francs. <laughs> Not happening. Which exchanged to more than the equivalent in Canadian dollars. Yes. And one was 15 bucks. What? <laughs> yeah. One was $15, and initially I'd been looking at, like, the shipping was going to, you know, the fancy shipping was going to be, like, 20 bucks. I was like, the shipping is more than the fucking record. Like, yes. I'm not I'm not doing that. Um, maybe he's got something else I want that I can bundle. No, this dude only sold, like, Slayer records and, like, 90s rock. What? You have a problem then, with Slayer? <laughs> I've never had a problem with Slayer, but I'm not really interested in owning any of their, any of their albums. Mm-hmm. Let me just cue this up, because, friends, it's a name you've heard before on the show. Who remembers Aspecia, my beloved Vaporwave Idols? Oh, yes. Caitlin Loki hates, because they're not good. No, they aren't. Singing, they're objectively bad as singers. Oh, yeah. Not good singers at all. 
But for some reason in 2014, let me just let this ride out a little bit. They were making music that sounded like Tears for Fears. <laughs> because Vaporwave. Because Vaporwave. I don't know why they were doing this. And they low-key, I feel like, to this day, if I go and look up the members' Instagram accounts, like, some of them less than a 1,000. Like, they were, like, small time. Smaller time right. than I think I realized, just how small time they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but they influenced a shit ton of people. Oh, like, people who, fa- people who found them were, like, adore them. And I'm one of them. So, they have, you know, this, this 7-ish that came out in 2014 before their album dropped. <laughs> He's so delighted. Uh, so this album comes out, and not even an album. It's a, it's a vinyl seven inch. That's like a preview for their album, right? And I still hem and haw, even though the shipping is now going to be like. I'm like, well, I could get the cheaper shipping. It just might take a little longer to get here. Yeah, that's eight dollars. So all told, thirty bucks. Not bad for this seven inch. And this is how I came to my philosophy, because friends, we remember. Then in a scant three months, your girl Katie Mack and your boy Jordy Fergs are going to be seventh row at the perfume show at the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Did we decide I was going? Yeah, you're going. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to see perfume, and we're going to have a great time. Sidebar, y'all. For some reason, I felt the need to look up the venue. It's so tiny. And on the one hand, that's really going to suck for whatever technological stuff they're doing thing they might have wanted to pull off but on the other hand you're going to be hearing their heels click across the stage so very exciting woo perfume will have a merch table yes they will it will present your mans with the only opportunity to just go to a place tell a person i would like that and they will hand it to me and i will give them money yeah i will likely be making the most of this opportunity you gotta get the tour book you gotta get the album maybe there's i don't know fucking pins oh pins maybe there's a bag of some sort Bag? Yes. Maybe there's a fucking waffle maker. They, they sell some weird shit. They have a fucking like manicure kit one year. Like, they, wow. Their merch is not the greatest. Um, th- this will not be cheap endeavor. They might have fucking old like DVDs of old tours that I like. I'm never going to see, and those are not cheap. So my focus has to be, and this is something I offer to you, y'all, because I came across also a book that talked about you know debt and spending. You know, it's that time of year. Major yeah. Canadian retailer wants to put that out there in the world. They were really talking about this idea of happy spending and not to beat yourself up over how you spend your money. Sometimes. Which we love to do. High five. Whoosh. I spent $30 on a seven inch that came out in 2014. It's got two songs on it. Yeah. But I asked myself, do I want this record as much as I want anything I will find at the perfume show? Right. The answer is yes. So I fucking bought it. Here's the thing. I might go out for a dig with Leah the Brazilian next weekend. And? and I'll be flipping through. Maybe I'll see some record being like, oh, I think I wanted that. There's a pretty good chance I'm not going to want it as much as I want anything at the perfume show. See, I wish I had something to do that against. <laughs> tea, tea sets? Well, I've given up sugar because I'm a masochist. And Ugh. maybe that's like, I'll save up for cake. <laughs> How many days? Uh, oh, on? God, it's only been like six days. Six days? But I have a, I get a headache gonna, every single afternoon. Say, how, bad, how bad's the headache? Every single, it's like 12, 30, 1 o'clock, and it goes boom, and mm. hits me, and then all evening, I have a headache. Just sounds delightful. Advil doesn't do anything. I'm kind of getting mood swings. Um, I do have to say that my office has been amazing, so there's always junk food in there. It's part of, like, trying to cope with this time of year for us. That's just office life, right? Yeah, but there's, like, 
a ton of different like snacky things. There's some chocolate that I'm not really interested in because I don't really like lint chocolate. Chocolate, that's what like a lot of what you get this time of year or what you got over Christmas. Yo, I went to the store yeah. in the mall I work in and got they had a sale on the like 100 bonbons. Yes. My father's going to be eating those till July. <laughs> I fucking got two of like everything. Um. So yeah, so it's a lot of what people get, but I just happen to not like it. Um, but my kryptonite, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, probably have, because I talk about food a lot. <laughs> Most of the clip show was me talking about food, <laughs> so there you go, um, is peanut M&M's. Mm-hmm. Just peanut M&M's. Yes. I can, I can leave regular M&M's totally. I don't give a shit. Peanut M&M's? Oh my goodness. Wow. So. Our associate dean happened to buy this Costco-sized bag of peanut M&M's for the office. Damn, son. And they are sitting on the desk in front of me. And I have had to... Just, like, elbow up, leg up on the ledge. Just like, sup, girl? Sup, girl. Um, And I have been totally, like... I don't care if people call me a slut. Like, I just, like, I'm going to get in that car. Um, but the office has been great. They've been watching me. I told Erin that if I even cry, she's still not allowed to give me any. And they've been going around eating them saying, oh, these are terrible. These are the worst M&Ms I've ever eaten. God. Of monsters you work with, Jesus. Well, I think they've been they've been lovely. Uh, they've been trying, and it's this ongoing joke now. Whenever someone brings up cake or cookies or oh, that stuff's terrible, as they're shoveling cake in their mouths. Oh, disgusting! Um, but it has been rough. Are you ff? Are you ff rough? Um, and I think that I have to have some kind of. I mean, I'm doing this for me, and my doctor was concerned about, you know, I don't do anything, and I'm sedentary, and I don't eat well, and I eat a lot of sugar. Um, So that sort of encouraged me to – I've done it before, but it's encouraged me to do it again. But I think I need, like – I can't do the thing where someone's like, just buy, like, one of something and have it, like, once. And I'm like, no, no, I have a problem. Portion control does not live at this house. (laughs) No. So I think I have to have, like, a goal, like, in, like – a month and a half or a certain by a certain date if i've been been really good we can go out and i can get something mm. and maybe i have to like <clears throat> instead of money it's going to be sugar <laughs> like do i really want this granola bar yeah. or do i want a giant sundae that's the go. size of my head there you go that's that's the question i think you know the answer i think i want to go i think i decided even it's not even that exciting dessert wise but i want to go to the old spaghetti factory and they give you the the whole like meal as one so that you get like a salad soup spaghetti lots of bread and you get neapolitan ice cream at the end or like chocolate ice cream at the end i think i just want to go for that just want chocolate or neapolitan i don't even like neapolitan i do chocolate maybe not i don't know there's all these fancy ice cream places popping up in hamilton ones that like people line up for charcoal ice cream and shit yeah it's weird yo speaking of lining up and desserts yeah Finally, finally did it for her after 2017's <gasps> Cheesecake Factory, whatever. Meltdown. <laughs> chicanery. I finally, <laughs> it was amazing because I bought three slices. Okay. Of fucking Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. And that was my point. was my train that day. I think it was. I think I got off mm-hmm. work, milled about around uh, the mall till it opened Got the chocolates for my dad, and then was going to get three slices of cheesecake. 
Right. My mom said she wanted, um, mom said she wanted like a chocolate coffee one that they had. Okay. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, I'll get one for me and one for dad too. And you know, it'll be a thing. So I got like a banana cream for myself and some sort of lemon raspberry that I thought my dad would like. Right. Got them all, transport them on the train <laughs> all the way down. And like, oh, my mom just like, oh, so nice. Thank you so much. This really just means, you know, the effort, the, 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 the effort that you made just means the world to me. And it's like, oh, sweet. You need to do something for your mom. It's like, great. I wouldn't have sat there for three hours to do it in 2017, but I'm oh, happy yeah. to do it in 2018. Uh, what was funny was, then was when it was time to partake, mom was like, oh, I think I'll just have like a bite of each right now. And Bob, <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, cool. Do that. Because <laughs> you think all those are for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, mom. Have all the cheesecake. <laughs> oh, but that's so sweet. Turns out my dad didn't even like cheesecake, so he didn't want one in, didn't want in the first place. There so you there go. you go. And you got all the sticker doodles you could eat. So really, everyone won. Everyone won. That's all you can hope for at Christmas. Kayla was talking about people being awesome. I have another shout out for people who are awesome. I came home to a package delivery notice. Oh. I was like, that seems weird. I wasn't expecting anything. I immediately... Facebook message my mother like you know is there something else you got me that I don't <laughs> that I don't know about um, and it occurred to me that it was probably only one thing that I could think of um, or it could be this thing and it was that thing it was two copies of the Japanese translation of my book cool super awesome happy to see that um, so obviously I kept one for myself there's only one other person who deserves a second copy yep someone who can read it the homie he's a Cosmos Records <laughs> Was he excited? He was so excited. Oh, that's awesome. Here's the thing, though. Okay. And I should have known this about Japanese people. Sure. Japanese people and gifts are like... Oh. Gifts are not not returned. No. Gifts are always returned. Yeah. So at one point, he said and I were having a great chat. We hung out for like an hour, you know, yeah. whatever. And a great chat talking about when we each came to Toronto. I was telling him, it's like, <laughs> telling him I want to write about him one day because I think he's <laughs> lived this like fascinating life. Um, he goes in the back and he pulls out this album by... The Jackson Sisters. Right. Um, if you're into Rare Groove, you know, whatever, that's the, the nauseating, the Pepto-Pink cover of the Jackson Sisters. That's like totemic if you were like into Rare Groove, that sort of thing. Right. I didn't even know the Jackson Sisters were a thing until you started talking about them. Yeah. And yeah, most people don't. And then you hear it. And it's, it's actually, I think, I think they're probably bigger than they ever are now because they like, were on GTA. Like, oh, okay. Cool. The, the song got... Not initially, but when I went to PS4, they added a bunch of songs, and Miracles, like the jam by the Jackson Sisters, got thrown on, like, the funk station. Um, I think it plays after you do one of the heists. But, and there's, like, an official, official reissue now. Because the thing with the Jackson Sisters, hey, nerd talk, you miss all this. The label was, like, a tax shelter. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Some guy started a fake record label as a tax shelter, and then had to, you know, put out product to prove that this was an actual, you know, record label. Yeah. So he just kind of like pilfered demos from studios oh my God, and amazing. like would put them out without telling the artist. Right. So that's what happened here. Like mm-hmm. the Jackson sisters cut a demo. They didn't have a deal or anything. And then suddenly Tiger Lily Records put out an album by the Jackson sisters. That's amazing. Um, and just turned out to be really good. And in the, the UK rare groove scene that like blew up and then in the North America blew up and et cetera, et cetera. And original is like $800. Woo. Yeah. There have been, there have been reissues. I have a reissue. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Found, yeah. that. found that at the Gladstone for, like, $15. It's on blue vinyl. It's obviously a bootleg. But that's fine. 
So he pulls out a copy, and I just think he's working, right? And he takes it out, and he's yeah. cleaning, and he's telling me about it. He's like, oh, it's like a 90s pressing type of thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then he uh, puts it in a bag and hands it to me. Oh, what? He's like, that's this for you, for the book. Oh. I'm like, so, I mean, it's not an original, obviously, but, like. Still. It's an earlier pressing. It's from the 90s. And, like, I almost started fucking crying in the shop. Like. He said, why are you the nicest fucking guy on, on earth? Like, sometimes you forget that, like, people can be decent <laughs> or, or awesome. Because, I mean, like, I didn't think anything of it when it's like, I got it for free. Sure, I'll give Hisa a copy of my book. I'm not going to, like, keep it. But he was just, you know, so touched and whatever that he wanted to give me a gift back. I think we can t- transform the saying that we used to at the end of the show. Be decent. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. Be decent. Yeah. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> and shut the fuck up. You should try that sometime. Everyone Not you, you, because you're awesome, I'm sure, But because you listen to the show, but just like other people. Take that out into the world, and don't be afraid to tell people who need to shut the fuck up to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just like, here, have this cup of shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hot piping <laughs> cup of shut the fuck up. Is there any news to um, be mentioned? There is I'm news. sure there was something in the past month, but... There is news, but the only thing I'm really excited about that's happened lately is uh, the new Dune movie. I just heard about this. Which I still think should not be a movie and should be a miniseries because it's really there's, complex. There's no there way. <laughs> there's a lot. No way. There is a that lot. book is like 900 pages long. It is. And there's like it's complex and there's politics and all that jazz. But if anyone could probably <laughs> do it, it would be Denis Villeneuve. Denis? Denis, whatever. Denis Villeneuve? French Canadian. Denis Villeneuve. Fresh off. Blade Runner twenty twenty forty nine twenty forty nine Arrival, yes, and uh, Sicario. Sicario! Oh my god, that reminds me for for my update list. Carry on. Okay, um, he the cast is up. If you want to take a look, it's a pretty good cast. They actually have a young man playing um, uh, Paul Atreides, which is new. That's different. He's not a forty five year old uh, playing a teenager. Um, but still think it should be a miniseries. We'll see how it goes with the movie. Um, thing about not the movie itself, but people who keep on like putting up or talking about the cast list. Don't give me a cast list full of names. Do the work. Get some pictures. I don't know who these people are without knowing their faces. I'm old now. I don't know who anyone is. Yeah. Like the, Papa Skarsgård. I knew who that was, but like not. <laughs> what? Papa Skarsgård. He is the progenitor of the Skarsgars. His name is Stellan. He's the progenitor of the Skarsgars. Skarsgars. He's Papa Skarsgard. Patriarch of House Skarsgard. Uh, um, and there's like some other people that I, I looked up, like two of the other ones. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing all this work. You should have do- done that work. You want me to read your article? You do that work. Find me the pictures. Don't be lazy. Like, Army Hammer could walk into this apartment right now and I would not know who the hell <laughs> he like, is. what? Just sure. like, who is this? Who is this Nordic white man know, barging in here? I know Bautista, but like, <laughs> that's not it. Oh, is he in it? Yeah, I did hear that. Right. Yeah. Because we had a long talk at work about just how like that guy really like made the most of his shot, right? Yeah, he did a good job. Shouts to Dave Bautista, and as far as I can tell, just literally one of the sweetest and nicest men. Yeah. In the world. Yeah, he has some like you know everyone has issues, so but you know, good job, Dave. <laughs> 
<laughs> Good job, Dave. Yeah, but that's the only bit of news. And I was like, oh, yeah, this thing. And, oh, they have a cast, so it means it's not going to be delayed for 10 years. And, like, you know, I was excited. I love Dune so much. <laughs> yes, she does. So much. Have you seen Dune? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> You haven't seen either of them, the miniseries or the 1986 movie. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is everything. Here's this your, is everything. Here's your, your first Caitlin Cackle of, 20, of 2019, oh, everyone. Oh, this is. I am so excited. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> so excited. I can't Hodorowski's Dune, does that count? No. I must have come up when we talked about Hodorowski's Dune, but I must have forgotten. This is the best gift. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, try and top that, everyone else. I get to be subjected to Dune, everybody. (laughs) So happy right now. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, we love Dune, and Jordan won't, but we'll hear about that in the future sometime. Oh my God. Give me like give me a few. Give me a few weeks. I'll give you a few weeks. Please. Don't worry. Uh, when you when you least expect it, <laughs> bam, Dune. <laughs> wrong button. Also wrong button. Bam, Dune. Bam, Dune. Oh, good times. I already know the answer to this question. Yeah. But if we're done with the news, uh-huh. hey Kate. Yeah. Watch anything for the month we were off. <laughs> Um, I did, but not the things I was expecting or expected to watch. <sighs> so, I mentioned earlier in this episode that Chris thinks I have a problem. And I actually mentioned it when we got back from vacation as well. That you have a problem. That I have a problem. I like to alternate. Is this a three-letter problem? Well, <laughs> No, the problem that he thinks I have mm. is that I alternate between, like, Miss Marple, like, fun little British, like, <laughs> oh, there's a dead body, and we're going to solve the mystery, and she can't have done that because she was having an affair with the butler. Like, <gasps> you know, that kind of, you know, Miss Fishers, a Poirot, yes. like, fun little murder mystery type stuff. Gallivanting murder mysteries. Gallivanting murder mysteries. And then I, like, fluctuate drastically to... Law and Order Special Victims Unit, where they're being raped and tortured. (laughs) And there's, like, gore and blood spatter and all of that. Um, So he thinks this is a a problem. I probably watch too many murder mysteries when I'm thinking about, like, how this, if some, you know, pedestrian got impacted by a car, like, what fractures would they have in their sternum? It's gone a little too far. And I blame CSI. And I blame Amazon Prime for having, like, <laughs> seven seasons of CSI I hadn't is. seen. That's where it is. I didn't know where you were watching it. but So I watched a ton of CSI years ago when it was on. Um, and I, yeah, everybody did. Everybody was home at 7 p.m., Caitlin. We all- <laughs> well, I was watching, like, reruns and, you know, just, like, chunks of time that were just CSI. And then I watched, like, maybe the first season of Lawrence Fishburne. Um, right. And then I stopped watching. I didn't watch, like, any of the Ted Danson stuff. Um, oh, my God. I forgot the God was on that. Yeah. And he was on five, six seasons. Really? Maybe five seasons. Um, and it was, like, until up until the end that when it got canceled. Um, and I hadn't seen any of them. 
And that is most of what I did. I just watched episode. It started with Forensic Files again. And then I was like, hey, <laughs> of course. I think I saw CSI hmm. on Prime or, you know, on Netflix. It was on Prime. I was like, oh, I'll just watch a couple episodes. Ten episodes later. Um, yeah. So that's what I do with most of my time. Even yesterday. I'm still watching CSI episodes. I watched a couple of Special Victims Unit. But you know, it's just they don't have as you know j- fun music. Jazz it up. Yeah. Um, then, uh, I did, we did go and see a movie over the holidays. We saw Into the Spider-Verse. I was say, one of us must have. Yeah. It wasn't going to be me. It was fucking fantastic. That's what I hear. Best movie of the year, hands down. It was so good. Um, and then I got sucked into the world of the KonMari method. As did we all. The thing is. I need to talk about this. A couple things. Oh, oh God. Yeah. she got takes, y'all. So, for those of you who don't know, um, Mari Con... Mari Kondo. Kondo. I couldn't remember that last dough part. Mari Kondo. <laughs> lovely lady. She wrote a very best, uh, best-selling book called The Mari, uh, the Con Mari Method. The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying, tidying Up. up. Um, I, I don't know how many years ago, but it like sold a like crazy. Oh, wow. Probably like five years ago minimum. Yeah. Came out in English. Um, And it's all about only keeping things in your home, by and large, that spark joy. Spark joy. Trademark. Yes. So, clothing, um, records, books. Go through everything. everything. Hold it in your hand. Think about it. If it sparks joy, keep it. Keep it. If, if it does not. doesn't, buy. There are a couple things. This is this is a way of tidying up for people who are lost, uh, who just have a lot of like stuff, a lot of books, records, collectibles, that kind of thing. Caitlin brings this up because it is like burst into the monoculture because she has a Netflix show now yes. that dropped geniusly probably on January 1st or yes. sometime around there. Which is also what I want to talk about. The show itself. Mm-hmm. The show's not very good. Why do you say that? Uh, I think it's boring. <laughs> it's like, you know, unfortunately, because since reality TV got its start in North America, it's been very, like, flashy, right? Like, extreme home makeover. It's extreme! <laughs> the Conmore show is gentler. Yes. It's not trying to do extreme things. It's showing you real people with real mess. It's not hoarders America. It's just people who have a messy house, who have too much stuff. And I think it gets likened to Queer Eye, but it does not. She does not have the, like, you know, she's not as flash as no. the host on Queer Eye. No. And she, like, she has a And she's not there, which is something, really, yes. which is what I've, I don't know if that's a criticism on your end, but I've heard oh, it no. held up as a sort of advantage of the show is like she comes in, yeah, does her thing. She's like Monty, and then like a little, like a little Japanese kindergarten teaching sprite just <laughs> poof, she, she vanishes. She's like Monty, the you know the English oh, garden right. show, the, the garden the, show. That's exactly what he does, right? Yes. He he doesn't. He's not sticking around. He, sometimes he they show him helping a little bit on his visit, but and showing people things, but he's not. They're standing over them, yes. you know, demanding. It's not extreme, like, body makeover, where they're, like, demanding you do ten more push-ups, right? Or throw out ten more books. It's up to the people to be grown-ups and make these decisions yes. themselves. 
but it's just not like this crazy flashy show. The other thing is, and again, this is, comes to sort of the first point, this is a method of cleaning. Mm. And some person, I read some article, and they were like, what, I'm just supposed to see if my spatulas spark joy? No, you fucking moron. That's not what she said. And if you watch the show, you'd know that. I saw one where, because like, like the book people are the ones that are like, <laughs> she's telling us to throw out her books. And the yeah. tweets are like, oh man, remember that time Marie Kondo rappelled through my window, <laughs> held a gun to my head and made me throw out every book I own? No, yeah. dipshits. Like it's, no, it's, it's about decluttering. Do you need a spatula? Yes. Yes. It's about decluttering. Like in Japanese culture has, it's a very like historical culture of having beautiful spaces right that are not austere but you know maybe have it there's like an art to a lot of things that they do there's a method there's a method to try and help tidy up your life um if you don't like it you don't have to do it they're not like exactly (laughs) i couldn't see uh her repelling (laughs) through a window i just don't think she'd think it was ladylike Literally three feet tall. Yeah. Um, anyways, I just... So what my big problem is all the takes about like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I like my stuff. You can't make me do anything. No one's making you do anything. I'm not trying to make you do a damn thing. Don't watch thing. the show. Don't read the book. Don't use the method. Right? Like, for God's sakes, people, it's just a nice show. And otherwise, if it's not just a nice show, maybe it'll inspire you to do a little bit of cleaning and tidying and make you feel better about the spaces you live in. The bag's already started. Yeah. Jordan's he's packing shit up. The bag has already started. What's up? Dress shirt I haven't worn since 2014. Why are you here? There you go. Right? Doesn't spark joy. Does not spark joy. Makes me feel fat. So bye. Yeah. But the the show is nice. Is it amazing? No. It's just a nice show. So you think it's a, like a detraction that it's so calm? I'm like, you know, I ain't got no terrace house to watch right no, now. So no, I'm like, I'm, serve it up. I'm saying that people are like. Oh, people are people, saying it's a detraction. Well, not that it's a detraction. Just that like. I think they expect a show like the North American Extreme Makeover show. Where it's like crazy inspiring and the community comes together and there's right. tears yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And it's not. People come back from a hotel stay and she's completely transformed their space type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's not what it's about. It's about <laughs> you taking the time to go through your things, clean out your spaces, make them better for you, and be happier. That's all it's about. That's all it's about, guys. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Yeah. Surprise to no one. After I started watching the show and I mentioned it to Caitlin and I was like, you need to watch this show. How have, or like, how have you not watched this show? And she's like, oh no, I already watched, I already I watched all of it. Watch all I already of it. watched all of it. Uh, within like a day. So no, nothing else for you? Mar- oh, yeah. Marie Kondo and... Oh, no, there's one other thing. What, what else is there? So you know how I go back between CSI and other fun mystery shows? Caitlin, if this is going to be like DS9 where you just talk about forensic files for a month and a half, like, <laughs> give, give me the bullet points. I think I don't even think we need a thorough update well, of your forensic I went file watching. full CSI. I had to go back the other way. And guess what has new episodes on Netflix? Is it forensic files? No, it's Father Brown, motherfuckers! Have I watched all of it? Yes, I have. Do I care? Do I feel bad about it? No, I don't. There we go. Father Brown's great. They need to bring Science uh, Nun back. Science Nun is still not back? Still not back. I thought maybe she was coming back because they had this bit within, like, uh, you know, what's that place called where nuns go? Monastery. Mm. Um, No, she she wasn't there for that episode. 
bullshit. Bullshit. I stopped watching that episode. I was so angry. <laughs> I made myself a snack, and then I went back to it. Oh, what has Jordan been consuming? Ooh, he has a list. During guys. his break, well, I didn't want to forget things, and I did just, I did just forget one. Let's get this out of the way, out of the way first, because man, how'd you spend your new, how'd you spend your New Year's, Kate? Um, what I think we watched, what did we watch something, and then we went to bed. I worked on the night of December thirtieth. Right. So by two p.m. on December thirty first, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up at 11.45, scrolled people's Instagram, said, well, that's a good time. And then I watched Narcos <laughs> till like 3 a.m. And? That's fine. Oh, this okay. is Narcos Mexico. Right. I have not, uh, I have not, I don't think I ever finished season two of the original Narcos. I watched the right. first Narcos series, did not watch two or three. And now this is Narcos Mexico, which is ultimately going to deal with Chapo. Chapo. Chapo's in the news right now. Yeah. He's on trial. Chapo's the ultimate ride or die wife in the world. <laughs> I never saw him do anything. <laughs> sure you didn't. Um, I only got like three episodes in. Michael Pena is like, I, I miss fun Michael Pena. Oh. Like Michael Pena is playing, he plays the cop, right? So he's that yeah. dude who just like, he has no personality. He's just like, wants to stop bad guys. Yeah. He's a real one note. That, that's that's fine. Like, listen, nobody goes to Narcos for like, high drama. You just go there or for comedy. For, you just go there for something stupid and fun. Watch like, Ant-Man if you want. If you want fun. <laughs> You want fun, Michael Pena? Yeah, go to that. Speaking of Marvel. Yeah. I made it a point. A point? A point. Didn't have time to watch them all. Okay. Wanted to, want, wanted to get through as many as I could. So I finally watched Black Panther. Holy shit. What? And my father was perusing Netflix, and I was going to watch it anyway. Yeah. And he hovered the cursor over it, and I said, yes. <gasps> he said, it's got five stars in Chris Hemsworth. How bad can it be? said, you're right, Dad. So I watched Thor Ragnarok with my dad. Oh, and it was good, wasn't it? Listen, they're fine. It was fun. These are these are the you know, these are the good Marvel movies, but at the end of the day, it still involves, you know, Black Panther and reverse Black Panther, like hopping around a train tra- CGI hopping around a train track. Like at that point, I'm looking at my phone. But everything up to that point, I'm like, this is really dope. And tonight Gurira, I'm butchering your name, I'm sorry. You can be in everything. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um and I appreciate how like Lord, if you had nothing of that sort in your life as a person of color, yeah, fuck yeah, Black Panther just came and like dunked on everybody and was yeah. like, "Hi, are you ready for the blackest shit you've ever seen? Because we giving it to you." And I'm like, "Yes, I am." Dunks, deliver it onto me. Um, what else did I consume? Wanted some anime. Catch up on some anime. Yeah, Zombie Land Saga. And not bad. Okay, not bad. It's uh, it's not soups great, right? Had its moments. Well, we didn't think it was going to be soups great, anyways. Had its moments. Did not care to answer really any questions about anything. I love when um, they do that. So I hope there's a second season coming. Um, they alluded that there's still a lot of work to do to help save Saga. You did get some insight into producer man. Okay. And besides, he's nuts. And why his uh, why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. Um. And I liked her, um, she had, our protagonist had a moment where her memory came back and she remembered the life she had before she died. Right. And her whole thing was kind of like, everything I do is, you know, up to this point, she's been the honker character, right? Like yeah. she's been like the ganky girl, like encouraging everyone else to be better. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, I fail at everything. Like, it's better if you guys just go on without me. Like mm-hmm. in her like crisis, uh, about that moment, she regained her memory because she got hit by a car again the same way she got hit the first time. Oh, fun. 
so yeah, that was fine. Um, on the train back, I, I had heard good things about it from someone whose opinion I respect. I was worried it was going to be a little repetitive or tell me shit I already knew. And to a large extent it did, but it's so well produced and they talk to enough people that it's kind of awesome. Right. Is Hip Hop Revolution. Yes. Uh, Evolution? Revolution? What is it? I can't remember. It's a hip hop show on Netflix. It's history show. Did you watch that yet? No. Did you watch any of that? No, I did not. Um, I may give it to you. Maybe. You you want the history, right? We've I love always, the history. We've always said that. Love the history. So do you want to watch Cool Herc talk about, you know, the first party he threw and how there were only like 50 people there? And it's like, Yeah, I do. It's like, how do you, when people come up to you and say you were at that party, he's like, they weren't there. Yeah. He's like, ask my how old they were. Yeah. <laughs> 30 or under, you weren't there. Yeah. Um, That type of thing. I started with the second season okay. on the train back because it was kind of working more, more interesting lanes. There was one about like uh, the South, particularly Texas Ooh, and Houston. Cool. In that area, I like. There's one about the Bay Area because like that we've talked about them before. The earworms from Vox. Yeah. Um, love the stuff about hip hop. Like, just think it's so fascinating. Yeah. So there's one with uh, there's one set focusing on Houston. There's one focusing on the specifically the Bay Area of California. So like that's Oakland, Too mm-hmm. Short, Digital Underground, that whole area. And then it went back to New York for like the native tongues, like De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, like specifically that era. And I was yeah. like, yes, give it all <laughs> to me. And then last night of, for no reason, I just watched the first season, which did have a lot of that, you know, stuff you kind of already know. If you, if you watch the get down, you know, half, yeah. of, half of what's in there. But it's the actual people. It's not a fake person. It's not an actor playing Grandmaster Flash. It's actually Grandmaster Flash. Or you can watch that comic book or read that comic book. Yes, or you can read Hip Hop Family Tree. Uh, hosted by Shad, Canadian rapper. Ooh, cool. Uh, one time host of, one time John Gomeshi <laughs> replacement yeah. on Q, a Canadian Broadcasting Corporation television show. And yeah, it's pretty good. It's really well, really well produced. Um, as someone who has read a bunch of, you know, histories of the era, there was still stuff in there that that I could gems in there for me. So there's definitely if you have any interest in the history of hip hop, lots of gems in there as well. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, and the only other thing I did on a whim this morning. Yeah. Was uh got caught up on our man Tom King's uh big event mini series for DC he's got right now. Oh. Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Which it, has to do with a massacre at a basically a therapy retreat that's been set up in like Nebraska for oh, heroes. Fun. Uh, for heroes. Yeah. And we have no idea who did it. Um, it's four ish, nine going to be nine issues. Four issues are out. Um, I read all those, and it's basically like Booster Gold thinks Harley Quinn did it. Oh my god! And Harley Quinn thinks Booster did it, and they're both kind of. Uh, pursuing it on their own terms booster gold is senior correspondent chris's favorite <laughs> then he needs to read this it's pretty good it's pretty good okay. pretty good booster story um you know what's not great about it kate what bunch of heroes went down bunch of heroes who were at the retreat yeah went down in this massacre uh-huh. people like lagoon boy right people never really heard of yeah arsenal arsenal went down arsenal Ooh, okay kate you know who else went down i don't know who went down guess fucking Yes. Wally? Wally fucking West. Again? Got killed again. Wally got killed again? again. Why did they do this? Leave Wally, Wally alone. alone. I think we should start a campaign. We're starting a Facebook campaign and a Twitter campaign. It's leave Wally alone. Turn that page and I was like, no, God, please, no, no. Fucking 
bullshit. Leave Wally alone. This is fucking bullshit. Um, conversely, there are like there's not supposed to be any tapes or records. Batman is very adamant about that. It's like right. there's no there's no record. Like, but Lois, who is drawn way too slutty throughout this book. Oh, okay. Why is Lois a camisole in a miniskirt? Is not like I mean, live your best life, but I it's find it hard how to believe. Hot it is, but hard to believe Lois is. That's how she gets down at work. She is a professional in a woman. professional environment. And also, if she's working in a place that has air conditioning, she is not wearing that fucking outfit, I can tell you that much. No, she is not. She's wearing a sweater. Um, this is... You know you know how they always... How actors sometimes talk about that, you know, one for me, one for them yes. type of rule? Yeah. You know, where like Chris Hemsworth does a Captain America... Or Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans does a Captain America movie, so they can go make some weird, like, indie thing. Yeah. This is Tom King's one for them. Right. Like... Is it good? Yes. Is it Mr. Miracle? Fuck no. no. Not Fuck a lot of things no. are Mr. Miracle, I can tell you that much. Um, which has finished that I need to get to at some point. But um, yeah, it's it's the one for them. There are some interesting things. There are tapes. Like, there's not supposed to be any evidence, but like tapes of heroes and like their therapy sessions, basically. Right. Like, it's all androids, basically. It's like Batman designed it using Kryptonian tech. So it's all like... It's all robots and automated and all that stuff, and it looks basically like, you know, the Kent farm. It's like a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, and they wear these masks that, like, basically are, you know, holodecks that you can then just summon whatever environment you like. And there's, like, a weird moment where Lagoon Boy wants to get shot by a laser over and over again, and oh. and Wally wants to, like, summon his wife and kids because I think in this timeline they don't exist or something. Right? Um, who oh, knows? Wally okay. always got something right. fucked up. Um, and there's a very nice <laughs> moment where... Um, you would love this. It's Ivy's there. Yeah. At some point. I don't know if she's, I don't know if they're implying she was killed or anything, but, um, she's there giving her like little testimonial to like, her therapy session right. and Harley comes into it. You don't see her fully in the panel. Like it's all, it's always Watchmen style. It's like nine panels of the person yeah. headshot talking and Harley keeps going by and like booping her on the cheek. <laughs> it's like, you're not even supposed to be in here. I'm not really in here. Boop. <laughs> and. <laughs> and then at the end, he's just like, I'm going to boop you again. Like, <laughs> it's just them being adorable. Because they're canonically a couple now, right? I like, believe so, yeah. yeah. Um, and a real nice moment with uh, Harley and Batgirl, oh. actually. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't know where it's going. I don't know what the point's going to be. But, I mean, it, it's interesting. It's Tom King slumming it. But, I mean, Tom King slumming it is still better it's than... It's still real good. Still better than most people doing their best. So, uh, I think, good Lord. Wow. Hey, you, you get through a lot of shit in a month, y'all. I think that's everything. Huh. Well, wow. on that note, we're going to take a break. I'm going to get another lozenge in my face. I'm going to drink some water. And when we come back, we had to do it. We did. Had to do it to him. Yeah. There's no way around it. Nope. Get I need it. to know what those memes are. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch Bird Box, did you? You watched the right thing, right? Yes, I watched the right <laughs> thing. What was that thing? Bandersnatch. Which I keep on calling Jabberwockie. Jabberwocks. <laughs> Jabbersnatch. Get into that when we come back from this break. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is the back half of the show where Caitlin and I talk about the things we brought each other. It's what we usually do. Yeah. Not this week. Not this week, motherfuckers. Jesus. Sometimes something is just too too prevalent. It's just it's just in your fucking face. Everyone's talking you about it. You can't escape it. I can't. People keep on wanting to give me spoilers, and I, keep on, I don't want to know, and... 
It's so, not Bird Box. It's not Bird Box. <laughs> so I said to Kate, I was like, "Do you just want to? Do you just want to watch it for the episode this week?" And Kate was like, "Yeah, yeah." So that's We're what we watch did. It anyways, already a fan of the series yep. that spawned it. We have watched episodes before. We have. Yeah. Probably a longtime favorite for both of us. Up and down, here and there. Yeah. Sometimes been better than others. But That's what anthology series are like. That is what they are like. And this is an installment in an anthology. What is that anthology? Black Mirror. It's your Black Mirror, yo. We should have a mirror breaking sound. There, that's there the we best go. I, that's the best I got. Well, it's making probably lots of money. Money. It is. Probably. Probably. However, Netflix does that. Black Mirror, the one-time BBC dark sci-fi anthology series. Yep. Highlighting the tension around technology. The issues. And how it is used. The issues with possibly the technology in the future. The things that make us antsy. has kind of loosened its grip in that regard. A little, yeah. Sometimes. And sometimes it's just sort of an experiment, which is what we have here. What, is, what do we have here? We have not the Jabberwocky. <laughs> not the Jabberwocky. We have Bandersnatch, which dropped on uh, the 28th, something like that, something of like December. That. They always like to make it real creepy, creepy for the Christmas season. It was a real, like, you know, Beyonce album drop type of thing where it, yep. just like, it was just like, bam. Bam. It's a new Black Mirror for you. That'll make you feel better at the holiday season <laughs> than some Black Mirror. But not just an episode of Black Mirror. What a twist. An interactive episode of Black Mirror. An experimental interactive episode it's of the, Black Mirror. the hottest technology of the game Nightmare from 1987. <laughs> let's not shit ourselves. It's fun, but let's not shit ourselves. But before we get into that, we do have rules. Yes, very important. And the first rule is the rule of three. Yeah. That is, if the thing comes in installments or parts, we will watch, read, consume three of those parts so we have an idea of what it is trying to become. I guess not totally applicable, but kind of applicable. I suppose it I wasn't mean, really applicable. Did you stop at the first ending, or did you double back? Oh no! Stuff? Okay, no, I didn't. I just did at one. Full, really? Yeah. Well, they'll save that for later. Okay. We'll get into that. All right. All right. Um, maybe we should have outlined that. I did double back for a couple, but okay, I mean, right. we'll, we'll get into that in the chat, I guess. Okay. Rule number two is hashtag save it for the pod. We will not talk about the thing we watched before, until we are in front of these microphones. Because you deserve. Than piping fresh hot takes, fam. Yeah, we're not going to give you stale takes, especially like, not now. Those, those take those takes that you had, like you've had in the freezer since Christmas. Oh yeah, you take them out and defrost them. Like you can try, but it's, it's not going to be the same. Be the same. No, not the same as a piping hot fresh take, which is what we are here to give you. And third rule is that there will be spoilers. Really need to call that one out. Oh, yeah. Today. It's underlined. Yeah, it's not really a, a rule for us. It's more of a policy. And in this case, it's like the policy of the back half of the show. Even to the point where, like, normally I say I don't give a fuck about spoilers. Yeah, and we joke about it. But in this case, you got to get the fuck out. I kind of, like, deliberately avoided yeah. anything. I didn't Google a damn thing. I wasn't looking at, like, oh, how many endings are there? Well, nope, oh, I just no. went into it cold. Yeah. Probably the recommended way to... Enjoy, if you're going to enjoy it, I don't know yes. if we did, we'll find out, to enjoy this uh, piece of content is to go into it knowing as little as possible. And we will talk about, like, endings and parts that we've seen and parts that maybe the other person hasn't seen and, yeah, yeah. we're going to do a lot of that. All that type of stuff. Yeah. So what is this thing even? Why are we dancing around? Why are we making all these caveats and just amendments to the rules? Bandersnatch 
It's a 2018 psychological thriller interactive film in the anthology series Black Mirror, written by series creator Charlie Brooker, directed by David Slade. In Bandersnatch, yes, this is the hook. Mm-hmm. This is why it's got a little star on your Netflix thing. Yep. This is why it won't work on some of your players no, really, of choice. You've got to watch it on an a iPad, a tablet, or a phone. Or a game console. Or a game console. I've heard oh, Apple yes. TV will not work yeah. because it does not have the, uh, the and, necessary interface. And Chromecasting won't work either. Chromecast won't work? I don't believe so. You need something where, with arrows on it that you can like yeah. punch and it'll work. Um, because it, in Bandersnatch, viewers make decisions for the main character, the young programmer Stefan Butler, who's adapting a fantasy choose-your-own-adventure novel into a video game in 1984. Getting our San Junipero on again. Yep. Opening up the money bags for all them 80s music rights. <laughs> Other characters include Mohan, they pronounce it Tucker, right? Yes. It's spelled Thakur, but it's Tucker. And Colin Rittman, both of whom work at the video game company. Butler's father, Peter, and his therapist, Dr. Haynes, appear as well. The film is based on a planned Imagine Software video game of the same name, which went unreleased after the company filed for bankruptcy. It also alludes to Lewis Carroll's own works that feature the Bandersnatch creature, a piece of science fiction and horror, Bandersnatch incorporates meta-commentary and rumination on free will. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That is what you get. If you don't know anything about this, if you're watching it on a PlayStation, you'll be very alarmed when you sit down at breakfast, (laughs) or when the character sits down at breakfast. I guess that's a dichotomy we've got to talk about here as well. Let's just get that. Kate, is this a game, a movie? What is this? Um, this is an interactive, an interactive episode. An interactive episode of a show. Now that said, I did see a piece that said, you don't have to make any decisions. You will get an episode of Black Mirror if you just sit sit there and let it run its course. Because yep. the game, the game, the show, <laughs> the episode will, I mean, the cursor is going to, it's not in the middle. Nope. It's going to be on something. The the, epi- the show will make decisions for you as you go along. Mm-hmm. There are other little rabbit holes to go down should you choose to. Yeah. But if you don't want to be bothered with any of this, you can just let it play out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You will be pretty alarmed when your controller starts vibrating because, you know, you have to make a decision on what cereal to eat. Yes. Or what tape to listen to on the bus. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it does. I don't even. How, how do we even talk about this? Um, let's talk about. <laughs> did, first, you, did you like yes, it? Yes. I was going to say, let's <laughs> talk about whether we liked it or not. I loved it. I had such a good time. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I was skeptical for parts of it. Right. Probably till about the first half. Okay. Where I was like, is this just a gimmick? Right. This is just getting gimmicky right now. It had not gotten super weird or what I called it in my notes, the full Graham Morrison, (laughs) which came later. Um, And again, if you you are familiar with the works of Graham Morrison, when these type of things start to happen in it, you realize it, and you're still delighted. Like, I wasn't oh, like, yeah. oh, they're just doing Animal Man. But yeah. it was fine. And the reason I say that is because here come your spoilers. Stefan realizes he's being nudged along yes. by something. By something. That something is you, mm-hmm. the viewer. Yes. And he outright starts to resist at certain points. Yes. I believe the first time you notice this is when he's in his therapist's office. And you have to make a choice between biting your nails or pulling your earlobe. Yeah. And whichever, What'd you do? I pulled the earlobe. Oh, so I, did I. I did jot down a lot of my decisions, but okay. I don't know if we want to... Uh, I think I remember mine, because I did it this pretty recently, so... Um, and he kind of goes to do it, but then realizes 
he doesn't know if he's fully making that choice himself. So he like, you know, stops and like forces his hand down type of thing. Yeah. Um, you see that start to play out more and more until it goes in the absolute most full on absurd Grant Morrison direction, which I don't know if Caitlin got to that (gasps) point. Did, did you tell him it was Netflix? I did tell him it was Netflix. Yes. And did you... But I heard this is an option given right away. And for me, it didn't come up to like the, th- oh. the third playthrough. Oh, for me, it happened right away. So... But I didn't choose it right away. If we even want to start to break this down. Okay, so okay. S- from a story perspective. Yeah. St- Stefan's mother has died as a child. Yes, and this is... Definitely left him with some sort of ch- trauma. He is dealing with trauma. And he's, you know, nerdy and introverted and, and he probably it looks like he deals probably with some other anxiety and depression issues he's on probably some sort of antipsychotic yeah meds of some sort mm-hmm. uh dad not great at connecting with him no wants to pawn him off to the therapist as much as possible and he has an idea that he wants to pitch this game to a you know, superstar upstart software development company yeah like 80 something whatever whose games he's he's played a bunch of loves their games loves. there's call colin whatever is their superstar yep this is back in the days where, like, a game would say, buy one person, because yep. it was one person who basically did it all. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What's up, friends? Remember spending your Saturday afternoons typing in lines of code on a Apple IIc? I do. I don't. Who remembers basic? Because you're old. Uh-huh. And I'm only medium old. <laughs> I'm well done old. Medium rare old over here doesn't remember that. <laughs> who remembers logo? Yeah, it's like a triangle. <laughs> Forward. Fifteen. You know what really excited me when I was a kid? Mm. There was some Nintendo Paint It where you could, like, paint pictures. I vaguely remember that, yeah. I, that was, like, the huge exciting thing when I was, <laughs> that was your quite job. young, yeah. Um, so he gets he gets the gig. They say they're going to put out his game. Yeah. Um, well, if you decide yes or no, depends. They're going to put it out either way. Yes. It's just a matter of if he, if he sets up shop in the office... Or if he... Or if he does it himself. So what did in, you pick first? First, I picked, yes, so do it in I. the office. Yeah. And that shuts down the game, like, completely. Yeah. Which is when I realized there are uh, wrong, yeah, you know, air quotes, wrong answers. Yeah. There are things that the story wants you, wants you to do to mm-hmm. nudge it along. Mm-hmm. Which is, for someone who plays a lot of video games, for me anyway, maybe, you know, maybe, I don't know if you... I took that as a knock. Like, I knocked it for that. Like, um, it's not super sophisticated. If if the whole thing has to shut down because of a decision like that, it was that, the then... only time. It was the only time that it it really was like it was a no, mm. and that it like he, something happened, and then he went, "I'm going to try <laughs> again." Right. But in doing that, I think it set up a really good "I'm going to try again" theme. It does set up the kind of like time travel type yes. things that which i think is the point and they vo- they only do that once from what i can tell um i don't remember any other time when i've i did something wrong there were times i had where it would go then to like an image of two monitors yeah and you'd be like which part do you want to go back to yes like it was nudging you to start over uh, or to try a a different way try a different path um the one crux that i didn't realize because i missed I probably went, you said you only kind of went through to one air quote ending? Yes, though it, I did go back a lot. It, it gave me that two monitor thing a lot, quite a bit. Right. Um, <clears throat> like my whole p- first playthrough was about an hour and a half. Yeah, I don't, I should have been keeping more time about how much, 
I should have paid better attention to how much time I was actually putting but into Netflix it. Netflix doesn't want you to Netflix do that. Netflix doesn't want me to do that. Netflix says the thing's 90 minutes when you watch yeah. it. It was not. I spent more than 90 yeah. minutes on this thing. Yeah. Um, right. I accepted. I was forced to redo. Um, I chose to talk about my mom. Yeah, so did I. Which I have. I don't know why I wrote this, but I said it felt forced. I went with the Tomita record, obviously. I took the acid. I jumped first. Oh, see, no, I made him jump. <clears throat> Which is the right one. If you choose to jump, obviously you die and it's okay. over. All right. And it bounces back. But that is the crux point. Right. Of the entire episode, which I didn't realize at the time. Because yeah. I keep seeing, you know, obviously you get through as much as you're going to get through. Uh-huh. And it's like, I got to what I thought was a happy ending of right. sorts. Did he get five stars? No. Okay. See, the highest I got was two and a half. That ending is there, I okay. think. Um, which I hope it is because I'm going to, that's what I was, see, initially that's what I was trying for. Right. Cause it made, that's what it makes you think. You keep, yes. every time it kind of ends, Yeah, it has to do with him watching this, like the idea that there would be a, the BBC would run a video computer <laughs> game review show they, they in the may 80s. Have. They may have. Um, the first time I got zero. Right. Uh, the second time I got two and a half and the third time I got two and a half. Um, is that after he kills his dad or? Yes. And he ends up in jail. Right. Um, it all depends on whether or not you follow Colin. Right. When your when your dad takes you, yes. says you're going to get br- lunch. Also, don't do that to people. Yeah, don't tell them they're going to get lunch real, and then take them to their therapist's office. Real shitty move. Um, but like, obviously, it's going to lead you. As as you're watching it, you're going to be like, "Fuck this shit!" No, I'm going to go chase Colin. Right. There is an entire other kind of, like, narrative arc that can play out if you don't follow Colin. Yeah, okay. Um, He is clearly alive later on. Yeah. Like, even though you don't quite know. Yeah. You do know. I mean, he jumps off a balcony and Mm -hmm. collapses. But, I mean, the way he talks in his acid-fueled, you know, Matrix talk (laughs) is like, maybe he did pull it off. Um, I... And then that, yeah, the best ending, or oh, are you, are you going to go back to it? I won't tell you what the best ending is if you're going to go back to it. Um, have you looked this up or was this yes. the best? Oh, well, yeah, don't tell me. Okay. There is, that, but that is the crux point. Right. So, I mean, like, instead of wasting another, like, three hours of your time, like, go through and at that moment, choose to talk to the therapist and see how it plays out from there. Okay. I have not done that yet. Okay. But, All right. Um, and then, so the, the ending I did get, which felt like a right ending to me. Okay. I don't know how I got here. It had to do with the moment where he falls asleep. With the book or the picture? The book or the picture, yeah. yes. And how he, a couple choices you make there as well. Like when he goes so into the locker room. Did you go with his mom? Yes. Or did you stay? So I went with his mom. Yes, and they both die on the yes. train? Yes. Yeah. And that to me felt like the happy ending to oh, me. Oh, okay. All right. It I just was... seemed like, as a character, that seemed like that's what he wanted. Dude was never happy. Like no, he blamed himself for his mother's death his whole life. So. Yeah done 12 monkeying his ass into uh, <laughs> into killing himself as a or I guess butterfly effect is the other yeah the other one people talked about um but that's when we were full on into like black mirror mode at that point maybe yeah. even too sci-fi at that point because right. he's like he's clearly well, me- then, mentally off the rails well like. they they the thing <clears throat> is because you don't know what's true and what isn't and at that point like you've gone off the meds right so I wondered if, because this was like the second... There was an option to take them too, yeah, but I think you only get this ending if you yes, if you flush them. Yeah, so, and I the, I, the time before when I was asked whether I wanted to flush them or take them, I wanted to take them. Right. Um, but when I was playing it very straight-laced, where did I get to? I got to, oh, I got to the, 
I think the first, the second time I got to two and a half stars. Mm. Um, so I was trying to see if I followed Colin, could I get to like the, this five star thing? Um, and I don't know if it's out there. I don't, I, yeah, I don't remember. There is a, uh, it's weird though, because, ah, I was going to say it, it demands repeat a playthrough because if you, to get the ending that seems like the best yeah. involves a character that if you only did it once and hadn't followed Colin, yeah. you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like you have to play, but it means more if you've gone through once and followed Colin. Right. So that's interesting. Um, and the other major crux point of the game is when he is repeatedly, like, the game keeps glitching. Yeah. He keeps trying to boot it up and it glitches in the title screen. Um, I think I destroyed my computer a couple times earlier than the than the game one, than the episode wanted me to. Yeah. That, re- that reset me a couple times. I didn't. Even the pouring, the, about to pour the tea, I was like, oh no. And he didn't do it like he fought against it. Right. And then he does the yelling about like, so I got three options. I did three different options of the... Weird symbol, Netflix, or the pack. Or pack, and I did all three. First time I just got glyph, yeah, and pack. So I did both of those. Okay. I think I even did the glyph twice. I did glyph first, and that wasn't good. <laughs> I think it was because then it leads into whether or not he killed his dad, right? Yeah. So it's I think I did the glyph once, kill the dad, glyph once, don't kill dad. So I did glyph, and then I did Netflix the second time, and I think Netflix is the best end ending quote-unquote it wasn't really an ending but which is why i loved it when and this is why i was fucking howling because it came up yeah. last for me oh, okay which is why i loved it i saw these people talking about like it came up first and yeah. i was like well that's almost lame if it comes up first but i don't think so i thought it was i thought it was really like shocking it was a real like rule of three like you know yeah so you did the one you did the glyph you did the pack and now you're repeating it again yeah and suddenly blam i was fucking saying it's netflix like yeah. yeah that's the full like grant morrison like you are admitting this guy is a character you are communicating when, when you're explaining netflix that made me howl you have the option then, to explain to him what netflix is yeah. and then i'm guessing you fought the therapist of course i did oh so did i and it was amazing add more action yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently the two options there uh if you do try to run out the window yeah uh somebody else cut and it's a whole like oh mov- that's cool movie set, and they call him matt and he's very like confused and oh He's like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to... That's not in the script. Like, <laughs> And he has no idea what's going on. And then just cuts. Right. Um, but yeah, this is the whole Grant Morrison and Animal Man thing where, you know, in the Grant Morrison's Animal Man run back in the 80s, the character, his family's killed, his origin is completely retconned. Who has ruined his life? And Buddy Baker makes his way to somewhere and it's a little tiny house and he's going to find the person who's ruined his life. And it's Grant Morrison. Yeah. He's like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Sorry. But you are entertainment in my world. Yeah. And I did all these things to you for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, new idea? No. New method of delivering content? No. Like I said, this has been out there since... This sort of thing has been out there since the game Nightmare. All those, like, VHS but games back in the day. Remember how there... Okay, so when we pl- you played... I gave it to you. It was fantastic. Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, it's a Telltale. This is a Telltale game. Yeah. Um... That was, I think, executed even better than this. But that had, like, the game format with it. A lot of people who are looking at this don't play games like we do, right? And I've heard it criticized for that. I've heard people being like, you know, oh, maybe I'm just, you know, Grandpa shaking his fist at the clouds. But, like, I just want to watch the episode. I don't want to. But then don't 
if you you know what you're wanna, getting I into. I want to muck about with this gimmickry, like. Oh, that's silly. It is silly. This is fun. It's we are being entertained. Are you not entertained? Um. Yeah, I don't know what to tell those people. Uh, be happier. <laughs> Love your life. Love your life. You've got a home and a TV that you're watching stuff on. <laughs> Which you're probably not paying for because yeah. your uncle or your cousin is paying for the Netflix or subscription. your son. Um, yeah, so I don't know what to tell those people. They're just not going to be happy with anything. This was a lot of fun. And I actually have to say, the actor did a fantastic job. He's got a lot to do in this. Yeah. There's so, the range here is unbelievable. And he does a really, really good job. Um, and I mean, it does, <laughs> it does mess with you enough. Like, you know, what, what are the, what's the canonical thing that happened in this episode? Like, what's the truth? You don't know. You, you just, don't know um, and it prods at that, uh, a lot of different ways. Apparently, as I was reading on the Wikipedia entry, this was a much more difficult endeavor for everyone involved. Right. So much so it pushed back season five Ooh. of Black Mirror. Um, Brooker and his partner, Annabelle Jones, were approached by Netflix about making an interactive film in May 2017. Netflix had already uh, done, I guess they did this a lot with kids' properties. Okay. Netflix had already been doing this with kids' shows. Oh. So they went to Brooker and Jones. Yeah. To be like, could you do something with this? Like, we, we can already kind of do this. We have like, this technology. Yeah. Can you do this? Uh, difficulty in writing the highly nonlinear script led to the creation of a bespoke branch manager for Netflix and the unique nature of the content required adaptations in the platform's use of cache memory. Huh. Filming took longer than typical Black Mirror episodes, resulting in the show's fifth series being delayed. Um, critical reception was generally positive, though some found the interactive nature to be too gimmicky for a proper Black Mirror narrative. Caitlin and I are not on that. either of those people. No, no. because... because I mean, Black Mirror is all about technology and the worry of technology and psychology. And I just think it fits. Like, if any show was going to do this, I think I think Black Mirror is a good oh, one Oh, yeah. For there's it. a reason why Netflix went to them. Yeah. To see if they wanted to do it. And, you know, Better Call Saul is not going to use this, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. We're not going to have to make decisions for Saul. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I mean, on one point, you're, like, kick-punching it for, like, the effort. Yeah. As well as the content. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for the effort, I'll give it, I'll be hypercritical. I'll give it a seven for the effort. Uh, there were, uh, there were, and I understand this is the limitations of the technology, but it's yeah. like, if I made a decision very quickly, yeah. and this comes from just being a gamer, like an actual game would be like, okay, boop, and move it along. Yeah. This has got the full, like... Wait. You got to sit there and wait for him to repeat it's whatever like he's doing. It's a minor thing. Fine. Fine. 7.5. Uh, it's a minor ding. And from the content, if it hadn't gone Super Grant Morrison meta, yeah. I would not be giving it an 8. Right. Um, It would probably still be a 7.5 if it had just been, like, weird time travel, like he goes off and dies with his mom type of thing. Right. But that whole Netflix ending is like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a nine for the Netflix ending because I was just so delighted by that. Yeah. What are you giving it? Nine and nine for each. Nine and nine for each. Yeah. I feel like this happens to us every year. We're just, we come across, I think I gave you Haikyuu first out the gate last year. And you gave me something else that was hot. And it was just like, we just started. I'm like, bam. Started the year with like. Good way to start mm, the year. Coming out hot. Yeah. Well, friends, I said repeatedly. That's on your Netflix. Yeah. And please play it. Let us know. Um, let, you, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you if you got anything cool that we didn't come across. 
Um, and still, we'll from, from my reading, there was a lot, lot more out there that could, there oh, yeah. even like hidden yeah. endings that oh, like they're gonna. I'm gonna do some playthroughs, definitely. UK Netflix had to like nudge, <laughs> nudge people on Twitter to like do something in it because it's like you wouldn't have done it. It was basically right. about repeating something, and yeah. it's like nobody was gonna do it. Yeah. Um. So UK Netflix was like, if you're watching Bandersnatch, you won't believe what happens if you do X. <gasps> First gasp of the year. Uh, oh no, you had a, when you found out I hadn't seen Dune. You had oh yeah, of course. That, well, that was a whole ga- other lot of gasps. Yeah. So yeah, friends, ch- check that out. Get back at us. What yeah. did you think? Do you like getting your video game chocolate and your television peanut butter, or are you do you want to keep those things? I wish I could have chocolate and peanut you butter. Can't have either of those things. You can have that lame organic peanut butter that doesn't taste like peanut anything. Peanut butter makes me sick. Oh God! I God! Know. I know. I know. This is your life. What is my life? We're going to talk about that right now, friends, which means we're going to get out of here because Kate and George have delayed their traditional hangout sesh. So we could get this done first. So we did this first. So we weren't wouldn't be tired or like persnickety. None of that. She's got so many YouTube videos to watch right now, friends. So many. You know, I like got to talk to him about British mysteries. I got a month's worth of like, you know, perfume vids and, and love live concert footage. To force her to watch. And I just, I have to talk to him about, like, the BBC stuff that's coming up this year and and uh, what the new anime season has in store for my face. Go on Twitter. You will see a meme that <laughs> it perfectly basically describes. encapsulated this entire show, our relationship, everything. Everything. Oh, Peter and Miles. Yep. Any, anyone can wear the mask. You can see that on Twitter.com. At Geekdown Pod. If you throw an at Geekdown Pod on most socials, you will find us. We're just hanging. If you want to plan the Facebook revolution with Kate. Oh, yeah. I got to talk about that. Oh, you want but to... we'll talk about it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, she wants to get it on Facebook. Yeah. You're going to have to go to Facebook to find that out, friends. You can do that at www.facebook.com forward slash Geekdown Pod. It's not like I didn't say it like I know, but I wanted to do then like hashtag like Facebook revolt. Hashtag resist Facebook. No, no, no. It's more than that. It's more than that. We're taking it back. My God, friends, I got to get out of here. I want to hear about this. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, friends, as you do every week. It means the world to us. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon or Cafe. We super appreciate it. I'm going to think you're great, and you can do whatever resolution you set your mind to. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, guys. See you next week. up and buttons okay i'm sorry if you don't have a scarf to keep your neck and core warm this is a fucking fucking milk thing all over again like you don't need a scarf yes you do scarf is not mandatory what are you talking about of course it is in canada a scarf is mandatory it is a zip up lining and then flaps and button the flaps. I already got two layers on the coat alone. There was no yeah. room the only, to add. The only time you do not need a scarf is if you've got a turtleneck and your thing goes up to your nose and covers your head. Scarf would be purely decorative at oh, that that's, point. That's ridiculous. Decorative. No, this is a must-have. You're, you're not doing decorative <laughs> must have. in 2019.